It's Marketing Minute Time here on The Writer's Way. Quick marketing ideas for children's authors in 2020, hosted by fellow children's author, Lori Wright. Welcome back, my fellow children's authors, to the Marketing Minutes, new this week on The Writer's Way podcast. Let me know what you think. Uh, Are you enjoying it? Is it good? Is it helpful? Do let me know because I uh, feel so much better about myself when I hear stuff like that. Okay, so this week we talked about building communities. We talked about why it's important, I believe, on day one and day two. On day three, which was Wednesday, we talked about logistics. So really getting clear on your purpose, on your community members, who they're going to be, um, about the value that you offer and why, um, why you need to be clear on all that. You need to be clear on that. Because people are selfish with their time. We only have so much time. Even now, when we're all basically quarantined, um, we are still selfish about our time because, I don't know about you, there is still so much noise out there. I guess I could shut everything down, but um, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, today's quick actionable tip is coming first because I'm remembering it. And this won't apply to everybody. If you have an email sequence already set up and running, Go now and update it. Update it to be much more sympathetic about the current state of the world, about people's state, about how everybody's at home. Update it with freebies if you have it. Update it with free um, resources. There's a million out there, but if you curate a couple of them for your list, they will really appreciate that. So don't just leave it as, you know, everything's hunky-dory and the world is totally normal and how we know it like from six months ago. Go and update your email sequence today. Okay, let's get back to talking about our new communities where we are building connections with our readers. You've thought about are they going to be um, adults in our community? Is it going to be adults and children? Is it just going to be children? What's it going to be? Now you need to start thinking about what you're going to talk about. And I encourage you to do this because otherwise you end up talking about everything. I am guilty. I'm raising my hand right now, even though you can't see it. I am guilty of this, my friends. (laughs) I have a lot of interests. I'm multi-passionate, you would say. I don't know about multi-talented. Maybe. Maybe I'm multi-talented. But I share a lot of stuff. I share whatever interests me. I tend to share it. So I've learned a little bit to share it on my personal page, not so much on my Facebook page, um, you know, like to to my community. I try to stick to uh, just a few topics. So my books are about emotions and feelings. So usually it's about, you know, mindfulness activities or um, something that will help you with your child, something that will help your child with their feelings, that kind of stuff. And really just, if I do see awesome stuff, I do share it. But again, that's my opinion of awesome. So is that my community's opinion of awesome? Presumably because they're there with me and they're still there. But this is something you can do some thinking about, um, now before you actually launch or grow or get more intentional about your community to make it even better. Because if you're sharing about everything that comes across your Facebook feed or you know comes through your email box, it's just going to be too scattered. So I want you to think about really curating your content to the topic. Curating your content so that the value remains clear and purposeful. We talked about that yesterday. The more clear, the more value you are clear about offering, bringing to the table with this community, the more retention you'll get, the more engagement you'll get. So my idea is to 
uh, or what I encourage you to do is to choose a few topics. So let's say you write nature books because again, uh, let me know if you need me to use your topic as, as uh, examples, but for now I'm going to use nature books. So let's say your books are nonfiction nature. It's all about different bugs and insects and birds and creepy crawlies and all that kind of stuff. Um, so maybe what you're going to provide weekly is a video on a new species that's really cool and exciting in your opinion. Maybe an article or a, let's say articles are boring unless it's for, unless it's for the adults. Um, maybe like a craft that has to do with like the animal of the week. So you could even do that animal or creepy crawly or whatever of the week. Um, with a craft, with an activity, with a video, with an audio, uh, with a coloring page. Again, you're going to need to have it a little bit narrowed down what age you're targeting so that you know how detailed the coloring page will be. Or you provide a few coloring pages one day. And so this is for your, you know, your two to four year olds. This is for your six to eight year olds. This is a thousand page dot to dot of a spider for your 12, 12 year old. It's guaranteed to keep them busy for an hour. Those are examples of things that you can offer. Uh, let's say that your books are about unplugging and getting kids outside in nature. So talk about like playground alternatives, right? So here's a great article for, for the adults on playground alternatives because the playgrounds are all closing down. Or here's how to set up an obstacle course in your backyard. Here's how to set up an obstacle course in the basement. Here's a really funny video that I found on Facebook of a two-year-old doing an obstacle course in the living room. This is real, I actually saw this, it was awesome. And it looked like he had twin one-year-old-ish sisters who were locked up in a pen and just watching him run this obstacle course. It was awesome. Whatever you do, whatever you want to share, I really strongly encourage you to think about it beforehand to make sure you're clear about why you're sharing it, like you in your mind. I'm going to share this because it's about keeping kids active and keeping them off devices even now when it might seem like there's nothing else they can do. That's why I'm sharing this. That will also help you to write the copy that goes along with what you're sharing. So get really clear on the purpose, stick to two or three topics. Uh, if you can stick to two or three sort of things that you'll share, and what I mean by that is um, what types of content. Now you don't have to, but where this will help is for you. When you are curating this content, if you have dedicated yourself to only sharing videos and activity sheets or coloring sheets, for example, um, then you're only going to be looking online for videos. So it's going to cut down on all the searching you have to do. It's going to cut down on your time. Uh, you can be searching, you know, free printables and then your keyword, whatever it is you're looking for, dinosaurs, unicorns, creepy crawlies. It's going to cut down your prep time, your search time, and that's going to help you in the long run, especially if you have, if you have all your kids home like I do. Um, I would also encourage, you know, once a week, let's say, or or more, you know, it depends on you and your life and whatever. But be real, like especially now during our the current like pandemic, be real. Show them how your kids are. So yes, you could just tell them, you know, kid A is screaming, kid B uh, just pooped on the floor, whatever. But you could also do pictures. And showing those pictures of real people increases the connection with your community so much. So I know that you might be worried about people hunting you down and finding you. Right now they're quarantined, so <laughs> chances are the lowest they are ever going to be that they're going to come hunt you down. But um, you can blur out their faces. You can put a little sticker on them. You could, you know, film them from behind uh, so that you only get the back of their head, for example. That's something you could do. 
you could show them just the aftermath. So maybe it's like your living room in the aftermath of the obstacle course. So you could do a whole thing. This is an obstacle course on Monday. On Tuesday, this is the setup of it. I'm so excited. It's going to be so great. On Wednesday, this is the aftermath. It's awful. <laughs> and then you can say to them, please show me. How did yours go? Who did it? Show me your aftermath. Was it as, as bad as mine or was it good? And then how can we make it better? And do you see how that would create such better engagement when you start sharing how you did it and then how it went? People will love to laugh with you about the aftermath. People will love to tell you how to do it better. Let's be real. People love to show off. They're going to show you the Karens of the world. They're going to show you how they use their painter's tape instead of the actual like heavy duty, never come off ever tape that you used. Um, and you're going to get great engagement. You're going to earn their trust. They're going to feel connected to you. They're going to love coming to your space, whatever space you have curated for them. Okay. Something else. Um, remember to ask how they are. Hold some space for them. Check in with them every once in a while. It's okay to just do, in these times, normally I'm very anti-kitten video. But in these times, if you feel like it's really going to help settle their souls, settle their minds, um, share the kitten video if that's really going to help them, in your opinion, if it really helped you. Or share a podcast episode. Like uh, a couple days ago, I shared Brene Brown's first podcast episode of um, Unlocking Us, I believe it's called. And it was so good. It really helped to settle me and my um, sense of well-being during the pandemic. So, so those are today's ideas. As a quick recap, what are you going to share with your community? Um how are you going to share it? What topics are you going to share? What types of things, videos, articles, podcasts, coloring sheets, printables, songs, dances, TikTok videos, um, a recipe, a craft, a, a different slime recipe once a week. Here's a different slime. Whatever it is that relates to your purpose and the value that you sort of thought about and decided on yesterday, now it's time to think about what types of things will fill that community up as well as remember to be real and the more of a hot mess that you are sadly but true the more people are going to love you okay please share this with other children's authors if you have friends that you think can really benefit from this you know all those authors with nature books <laughs> or slime books give me some other suggestions and i'll use them as as my examples uh, tomorrow and moving forward. Thank you so much for listening. I know that your time is limited and valuable and I appreciate you spending it here with me. So I will talk at you tomorrow, my friends. 